Welcome to the Just Ingredients Podcast. I'm Cara Lynn, and here we talk all things nourishing to the mind, body, and soul. This is a place where you can find just good ingredients to life. If you're a woman, there's a 75% chance you're deficient in magnesium. And if you are deficient, it can be a problem. Magnesium is critical for supporting a healthy mood, building strong bones, and even moderating your monthly cycle. The good news is, is that women can experience a number of positive health benefits just from getting enough magnesium, including better sleep, more energy, stronger bones, healthy blood pressure, less irritability, a calmer mood, reduced muscle cramping, even fewer migraines. There are actually seven unique forms of magnesium, and you must get all of them if you want to experience its calming, health-enhancing effects. But the truth is, most magnesium supplements you'll find in health stores use only the two cheapest synthetic forms. And since they're not full spectrum, they won't fix your magnesium deficiency or do much to support your health. That's why I recommend Magnesium Breakthrough by BioOptimizers. It's the only organic full-spectrum magnesium supplement that includes seven unique forms of magnesium for stress and better sleep, all in one bottle. Simply take two capsules before you go to bed and you'll be amazed by the improvements in your mood and energy levels and how much more rested you feel when you wake up. For 10% off and free shipping, use the code JUSTINGREDIENTS at www.magbreakthrough.com backslash JUSTINGREDIENTS. Once again, that's code just ingredients. Peter Spiegel is a pioneer in direct-to-consumer marketing and has sold over $3 billion worth of innovative products that provide real solutions to real consumer problems. In 2007, Peter decided to put his energy and resources exclusively towards manufacturing and selling products that positively impact the health and quality of life of his customers. On that principle, he started Ideal Living with his co-CEO, Kathleen Williams, an ethical and socially responsible company with the mission to ensure everyone has access to affordable, clean air and pure water and a solid foundation to wellness. Ideal Living brands includes Air Doctor Air Purifiers, AquaTrue Patent Water Purifiers, and AromaTrue, a waterless aromatherapy diffuser. Peter received a degree in human development from the State University of New York. His interest in health and wellness began early when, as part of his undergraduate studies, he spent time working on an organic farm of the Smoky Mountains, studying traditional Chinese medicine and acupuncture in London and teaching meditation around the world. A person of great curiosity, he embarked on these studies long before they were in vogue. By integrating his solid foundation and passion for the wellness category with his extensive marketing skills, Peter is now able to pursue his mission of improving the health and quality of life of his customers. Welcome back, everyone, to the show. Today, we have Peter with us, as you've just heard from the bio, and he is with Air Doctor and is going to teach us all the things about our air, the pollutants in the air, why it's affecting our health. So I'm really excited to talk to him today. So welcome and thank you for being here, Peter. Oh, thanks so much for having me, Carolyn. I'm I'm real happy to be here. Will you tell my listeners just a little bit about yourself and your background and maybe how you got started with the Air Doctor? Sure. Uh, I I will give a thumbnail uh, explanation of my background. I, I, I think I'd like to start by saying that I've been interested in wellness, health, 
helping to uh, keep people well and healthy really um, since very early in, in my life. And, and, and many people don't know that more than 40 years ago, I actually studied to be an acupuncturist uh, hmm. in London before acupuncture was even legal in the United States. And, you know, it was at that time I thought, oh, I'm, I'm going to become a naturopathic doctor. And that's a passion uh, that I've that I've always had in health and nutrition. And, you know, as I went through that uh, study period and started doing internships, I started to feel frustrated, you know, that one I would only be able to see a limited number of people if I was a physician and and two that you know people I would I was already seeing people coming to me who you know weren't doing the fundamental things that people need to live a healthy life mm-hmm. and I thought you know this I, I don't really want to just see people after uh, you know, they've already developed a health condition and they want to see a physician. I'd like to participate in people's health and wellness like early, earlier on. And, you know, that that left led me to thinking about like, what are the most foundational things about health? And this was very, very early in my professional life. And I, I thought, you know, one thing that really affects people's health is how do they think? What's their outlook on life? Mm-hmm. And so I got very interested in meditation. And I actually spent the next 10 years of my life studying and teaching meditation. Oh, and that, that that was a lot of fun. Not very uh, financially rewarding. And as I started getting further into my adulthood and seeing my friends have careers and you know, I didn't even have a permanent place to live. Then I started realizing I had to be a little bit more practical about my own life. But that passion that I that I had for health and wellness, whether it was at the forefront of my career on the back burner for some periods of time, was always there. And uh, the, you know, on a physical level, getting beyond our thinking and and what our thoughts can do to impact our health and happiness. The air we breathe and also the water we drink, they're very foundational to health. And so now that I'm in a position in my career where I can use my marketing skills based on a very long career to do things that are really aligned with my purpose and vision. So I decided to focus on making available products that created a healthier home environment uh, and give people some tools so at least the air they're breathing and the water that they drink are are pure. Uh, I know a lot about air, breathing air and the effects of air. Uh, Just on a practical note, I've had allergies myself uh, since my childhood, really bad allergies. If there's a particle in the air, I'm going to react to it. And so I, I grew up with very primitive air purifiers. And uh, early in my career, I started uh, manufacturing air purifiers at one time. For a 10-year period, I made every air purifier that was sold in Costco, a large part of what was sold in Walmart. And so I'm not a newcomer to the air purifier business. And that, that's my background and interest in a 
Cliff Notes version. Oh, I love it. Well, I didn't realize your background goes so far back with air filters. So no wonder why you knew how to uh, create this great air doctor. But before we even talk about air doctor, let's just talk about uh, the toxins in the air. How come you say that the air in our homes could be worse than the air outside? Well, it starts with the air outside. So because most many people don't realize that whatever's outside your home is generally speaking, unless you have a completely sealed home, which is very, very rare, it's also inside your home, right? We open our windows, we open our doors, the air comes in, we go in and out of our house. And even if we keep all those things shut in older homes, there are leaks around windows and around doors, the air comes in, comes in through your attic. And beyond that, our modern HVAC systems, home ventilation and air conditioning systems, the heating and air conditioning systems, they're designed to bring a certain amount of the outdoor air into your home. So whatever's outside is also inside. So we'll deal with outdoor air because that wasn't the question Another in another question. But then whatever's in your outdoor air, we start adding to through our daily living, doing things we may not even think about, whether it's using a gas stove or a gas dryer, whether we're using non, not natural, non-toxic cleaning products, then all of those things are contributing to what's in, in the air in our home. If we have a pet, then you know their animal dander, whatever they're tracking into the home is coming in. If we have furniture or carpeting, it could be outgassing. If we use personal care products that have fragrances, if we burn scented candles, if we use air fresheners, these are the things that increase the toxic load in our homes and make it more contaminated, up to a hundred times more than the air that's outside of our home. Wow, that's a lot. A hundred times. That's I mean that's a that's a probably a worst case scenario, but on average, you know, the EPA says five to 10 times and up to 100 times. Wow. Okay, so let's talk about some of these typical toxins that are found in people's homes. So something that you see a lot is VOCs. Right. What are VOCs? Where do people find VOCs? What should they be looking for? Sure. So VOCs, it's something that we have in our home, but unfortunately, it's not something that we see, right? Volatile organic compounds are toxins in a gas form, and they can be in your home, but unfortunately, you can't see them. You may not even smell them. And I, I started rattling off earlier, you know, what are some of these volatile organic compounds, right? So gas in itself, if you're burning gas in a stove or a um, in your heating system it is itself a volatile organic compound. You know, then when you burn burn gas, it has byproducts. And we're starting to understand now that what people thought were incidental amounts of uh, volatile organic compounds produced by gas stoves, if you don't have it really well ventilated out of the house, you're burning gas, just like you're burning gas in a car. You have all the byproducts of that, like nitrogen dioxide, 
which is very harmful to human health. You could have uh, carbon monoxide, hopefully uh, not very much of that inside your home. And then, then the list just goes on. Let's say you decided to install new carpeting in your home and you didn't purchase non-VOC carpeting, which is very rare. Generally, carpeting is made out of synthetic materials, petroleum products, and that will outgas VOCs into your home, not just for weeks or months, but even years. And the same thing with furniture has polyurethane foam in it. One of the worst offenders, if you don't buy a natural mattresses, is outgassing volatile organic compounds uh, from mattresses. So uh, the list goes on and on. Wow. So VOCs, they are in carpet and furniture and things like that. But could they be from dryer sheets? You know, uh, anything that has a synthetic fragrance in it, anything that could be deodorant. It could be household products, right? It could be the scented candles that you're using to create, you know, a spa-like feeling in your home. Uh, all of these synthetic fragrances contain a petroleum product called phthalates. And phthalates are known hormone disruptors. They're actually very dangerous. They're especially dangerous if you have children in your home who are in developmental stages of their life. And so your dryer sheets have fragrances, right? When I walk down the street on a walk in the evening in my home, my wife and I go, oh, they're drying their clothes with those dryer sheets. I mean, the, the fragrance is so strong. And that is also going to be adding volatile organic compounds uh, into your air. And then you're going to be breathing that. And, you know, the when we inhale air and human beings, we breathe a, a lot of air every day. You know, we we breathe the equivalence of 70 full bathtubs of air every day. And when oh, we wow. breathe that air, you know, it goes into our lungs and then the air in our lungs, including the oxygen, which we need to stay alive. But all the other things that are in the air, they get into our bloodstream and they circulate to every cell in our body. Like people sometimes have trouble understanding why could you know what i'm breathing cause a kidney problem why not just a lung problem how could it be affecting my brain or my mood but the fact is is that inhaling is one of the best delivery systems uh for good things and bad things and in the, this case the toxic chemicals in the air are going to every cell of our body yeah, it's so amazing. Okay, so let's go back to VOCs just so that we can clarify all this. So okay. basically anything that's putting off a scent in your house and furniture and rugs and things like that, I should say a synthetic fragrance, they are considered a VOC. Yes, anything that's in the air is a volatile organic compound. And I should add that they're not all bad. I was like just going to ask that next. Yeah, so many of us, um, you know, enjoy using essential oils in our home. And when the essential oils go into the air, those also produce volatile organic compounds. But, you know, they're 
they're healthy ones, right? So it's it's like anything in nature. Just because something is natural doesn't make it safe, doesn't make it unsafe, right? Some we enjoy eating mushrooms. Many of them have, you know, health promoting compounds. Other mushrooms will kill you, right? So even with VOCs, there are both positive and negative VOCs. But generally speaking, the ones that are synthetic and come from petroleum products, they're the ones that are going to be dangerous for you. Okay, so I'm glad you clarified that. So now back to phthalates, because you talked about phthalates just for a little bit. Phthalates are in um, beauty products, cleaning supplies to help keep that scent to last longer. Right. But I always talk about phthalates as we're rubbing them into our body when we're using like beauty lotion or body wash or things like that. But are you saying that there's phthalates in our air as well? Yeah. You know, it's funny. I always think about phthalates as being in the air. So I'm an air person. You're a topical person as it relates to phthalates. But they're both ways they're getting into your body. And the in that same for that same reason, you know, when they make scented candles or they make air fresheners or any kind of personal care product that has a fragrance, a synthetic fragrance, the manufacturer and generally the people who are using that product, they want it to the, the, the fragrance to be sustainable. They don't want it to just go away in a second or two. And so those phthalates are also dispersed into the air if you burn a scented candle or use an air freshener or spray on deodorant all, all those things are putting these phthalates into the air where you are directly inhaling them into your lungs and they're circulating to every cell of your body and especially also into our brains wow i teach about phthalates quite often on my page and teach about how they're affecting infertility rates and infecting right. you know terrible pms and all these issues for women because they are endocrine disruptor. That's right. Very rarely do I talk about people breathing these in. And so this is just making phthalates worse in my mind because now women are rubbing it in their body and smelling them on a daily basis in their home for hours and hours. Yeah. You know, there is a extensive published research. Like this isn't just you and I speculating on phthalates. It's well known that phthalates or are endocrine disruptors. It's not a speculative thing. Right. And it really it really bothers me that you have large public companies making air fresheners that contain phthalates that, you know, I think I did another podcast once where I made, you know, a comment about uh, scented candles and phthalates and they a little clip of it was put online and uh, over 4 million people have viewed that now. So people are very attached to their scented candles. And, you know, my message to you out there is you don't have to give up your scented candles. Just be more selective about where you buy them. There are, you know, natural wax candles that are made from beeswax, or they may be made from wax from palm trees or soy. And there are fragrances come from natural essential oils if if you want to burn a candle burn one of those and then you won't be putting these phthalates into the air right so. i always say that you don't have to give up the product let's just find a better choice product and yeah. so with the candles as well and that that applies to everything we were talking about you can purchase 
non-VOC carpet can get a wool carpet or just a carpet, if even if it's made from a synthetic material, that it's non-VOC. If you're going to paint your house, they make paint now that's, you know, zero VOC. If you're going to buy furniture or a mattress, all of these things are now available to careful, discriminating customers who want to live in a toxin-free home. You can make really wise choices about what you put in your house, in the personal care products you use, in the cleaning products you use, and you can greatly improve the chances of having like a healthy life. Right. Okay. We talked about VOCs. We've talked about phthalates. So the other one that we hear a lot about on social media is formaldehyde. So let's talk about formaldehyde. Is formaldehyde being put into the air from these products like the cleaning supplies or candles, air fresheners, things like that? Yeah. So formaldehyde is another volatile organic compound. Uh, If you ever took a college level biology class, you know that formaldehyde is is used to embalm animals that might be used in an anatomy class. They use it to embalm human beings to keep us from decomposing. But but formaldehyde is an incredibly nasty uh, carcinogen that you certainly don't uh, want to be breathing. And formaldehyde is uh, where you find it most in homes is in building materials. So it's used in uh, pressed uh, fiberboard or um, uh, plywood, things like that. That's why you'll find it in new furniture. It can be in construction materials. If if you're going to do any construction in your home of any kind, you really have to make sure that the building materials that you're using are formaldehyde-free. Uh, it was used in carpeting material. You can find it in various kinds of furniture and foam. So just, again, it's another reason to get zero VOC building materials, furniture, carpeting in your home. Okay, good to know. Besides the phthalates, VOCs, the formaldehyde, what else should we be looking for? Are there other main toxins? Well, those, I think, you know, we've, We've done a good job of talking about the volatile organic compounds, right? But one thing we haven't really talked about, which is great because it's the thing that I'm always asked to talk about the most when it comes to air, which are particles in the air, right? So the there are two types of contaminants in the air. There are those that are volatile organic compounds, these gases, and we've covered them all. And then there are, are particles of different sizes. So, you know, what do we mean by particles? Well, everything that isn't a gas is a, is and that's in the air is a particle. So one particle we all can think about, very common, is uh, is pollen, right? Could be from grasses or trees. Many of us have sensitivity to pollen and 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 seasonal allergies and In fact, this is the worst allergy season on record. Uh, The the pollen levels are way higher than normal. And people who've never had seasonal allergies before are are having them now. And we can talk about why or we can just let that one go for now. So uh, pollen is one. If you have pets, then they're animal dander. 
that that's another big particle that can get in the air. If we all live in homes and we see uh, dust collects on our furniture and and we have to clean our homes, we'd like to have less of it. Well, dust is an, is a another particle. Then there are smaller particles still. Uh, smoke is is one of the smaller smaller particles. Uh, there's bacteria. You know, we think of bacteria as a living thing, but from the point of view of it circulating in the air, it's a particle. It has a size. And uh, another very small particle are, are viruses. So smoke um, is small and viruses can even be smaller. They can be like 90 times smaller than the diameter of a human hair. And measured in microns, they go down to a 0.6 microns, a very, very small particle. So th- those are those are all in the air. And mold spores, I should mention, that's a topic people love to talk about. So mold spores are also a particle that can be circulating in the air. And all of these particles, um, we inhale them, they get into our lungs, they circulate through our body, uh, depending on our sensitivity to them and to the toxicity of them, they can have uh, different types of health impacts on our wellness. Generally speaking, the smaller the particle, the more dangerous it is, because the smaller the particles, they penetrate deeper into the lungs and the consequences can be generally more serious. Oh, interesting. Yeah, as you're talking, I'm like, okay, we've got mold and bacteria and virus carriers. We've also got the VOCs. I'm like, well, of course your air can affect your health then. If we're breathing um, that many bathtubs of it on a daily basis, that just can really affect one's health. Um, Okay, so I want to know how people can test their air quality because I had my air tested. I had someone come in and I actually was shocked. It did not do as well as I thought, but it's because we had some hidden mold. That's what I was going to ask you. Is that was it mold that you found? Yes, it was in a few sneaky places. And so where do people get their air tested or how do they do that? Yeah. So testing, you know, testing the air, it depends what you want to find out. Right. So since we spent a lot of time on volatile organic compounds, testing for VOCs, it does require um, very specialized and expensive equipment. There are inexpensive uh, VOC monitors that you can purchase, but um, then they're not very accurate. And if they're not carefully calibrated, they give you wrong readings. So if you're concerned about VOCs in your home, you can have somebody, a professional come in who has professional equipment. And then it gets down to, do you want to know just what the total VOCs in your home are? Or do you want to know what individual VOC is in the air? And the the more specific you want to get, the more expensive it gets, because to for a machine to be able to actually identify what VOC it is, now you're talking about a very, very expensive piece of testing equipment. And it's not something that you're going to commonly find. In terms of particles, it's pretty easy and not that expensive there are laser particle counters that will tell you what the total amount of particulate matter in your home is and you know whether it's you know 
okay or mediocre or bad. And uh, and then in terms of mold, uh, it's it's good to bring in a professional person to test for mold if you have any concerns about mold at all. And they'll actually capture samples, which I'm sure is what they did in your home. And then they culture it and then they can find out like how much mold is in the air and uh, they compare it to the outside. Like people think of mold as something that is, you know, exclusively happens indoors. But naturally in our environment, there's mold growing outdoors and it gets inside. And generally speaking, that's not toxic. It, you may be allergic to it, but it's not highly toxic. The The problem is on in the indoor if you've had some water damage in your home and the mold starts growing and then you start growing black mold or toxic mold, these are the things that can really cause some pretty serious health conditions and and things that go beyond an itchy eye and sneezing, itchy skin. I mean, you can start having brain fog and fatigue and, and even uh, serious chronic illnesses. Yeah. Yeah, it was interesting. We found mold up in my son's ceiling from a leakage in a shower that we didn't know was happening. And we thought he'd had allergies for like four or five months. No, it was the mold causing it. And as soon as we got rid of the mold, those allergy symptoms went away. So yeah, I'm really glad you discovered that. And I'm glad that, you know, that it was a simple thing to to remedy some sometimes mold is not that easy to get rid of. But I'm glad it was for you. Right. Okay, so I get this question all the time. People will say, okay, I get it. Air quality is important. I need to clean up the air in my home. But isn't my HVAC system enough? Or do I need to bring in another air filter? Okay, I love to talk about HVAC systems. Thank you for asking that question. So HVAC systems, which almost all of us have in our homes uh, and apartments, uh, they're in offices also, you know, they're really made to manage the temperature in your home, right? To regulate the temperature and keep it comfortable and not to, you know, keep your, purify the air, keep the air clean. Now, I hope everybody who's listening to this podcast knows that every HVAC system has a filter. It has a filter. I'm amazed how many people really don't know that that that's not a good thing and and that filter is also intended not really to purify the air but to not allow larger particles to get into the air handling system which can damage the system so these filters in the hvac systems they actually have a rating um and and there's a standard uh, it's called merv rating M-E-R-V. And the the standard HVAC filter is like a four, five, or six, which really is taking out, and if you uh very only the biggest particles, like animal hair that might be floating around in the house or big dust particles. And and if you look at them, you can see almost see right through them. It's like almost like a wad of fluffy fiberglass right. material. But even with that. If you're listening, you got to change those filters every year. Otherwise, two things are going to happen. You're going to be putting dust and mold and other particles back into the area that you breathe. And two, you're going to start blocking the flow of the air through your HVAC system. 
And it can actually damage the fan, the motor in your system. And also, if you have air conditioning and the air circulation starts slowing down, you can start having ice form on the free on the the coolant lines. And then that can leak and onto your ceilings and that can cause mold to grow. So change, change your HVAC filters. You can also upgrade them, right? So the basically the highest quality HVAC filter that you can put in is uh they get up to like MERV 13 and MERV 14. So this is the one thing you have to watch out for as you put a better filter in your HVAC system. It, if it's not a really good brand, it will affect the amount of air that can pass through that filter. And then you can get that freezing effect again, or you can damage your motor. So like there are some unscrupulous people out there selling MERV 13, MERV 14. And yeah, they remove a, more from the air, but they're really going to damage your system. Oh, uh, you know, for that, for that reason, you know, that my company, Air Doctor, we, we do now sell a, a MERV 14 HVAC filter that uh, will help to purify the air in your whole home. But it's not not a single HVAC filter, including Air Doctor, which is among the very best, that is going to remove like ultrafine particles the like uh, smoke particles it it's not going to remove viruses from the air and 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 it's not going to get the level of filtration that you would want in places where you spend the most time in your home right so i i myself have these merv 14 filters in my home but then in the places like our family room our bedroom the places where we spend the most time we have our portable air purifiers to make sure that the air is really pure. And also these HVAC filters, none of them remove volatile organic chemicals from the air. Not a single one of them, including ours. Okay, so good to know. The other question I get about the air doctor when I talk about it, they say, well, why do I need it if I can open the windows? So does opening the windows help the air inside the home or not necessarily because you still have the pollutants that are outside? I would say it all depends how what the air quality outside of your home is. So unfortunately, now in the United States, 50 50 percent of the entire population lives in cities that have below standard air quality the majority of the time of the year. Right. I, I live in Los Angeles. And uh, there's only 50 days a year, 50, 5-0, <laughs> where the air quality in Los Angeles is good. Wow. And, and, and even if you live in an area that generally has good air quality, one other thing you really have to be concerned about is that 50% of the population also lives within two miles of a major road or a freeway. And... Uh, Unfortunately, if that's the case, you're even two miles away. We now know that uh, the byproducts from car exhaust, the nitrogen dioxide, the carbon monoxide, uh, the ultrafine particles that are caused by burning fuel, these PM 2.5 particles and the particles 
that even if it's an electric car, the uh, ultra fine particles that just get released from the tires running on the pavement, uh, these you're you're breathing those things, and that's why you know there was a study that was published in 2018 where they tracked 1,300 students uh, living uh, in the LA area. And what they discovered is that the students living within two miles of the of a freeway actually had, on average, a lower IQ, like uh, than the uh, uh, general population. And so, it really also contributes to cognitive decline, dementia, um, COPD, asthma. So it it all depends. But if you if you live in a place. The air quality is is really good um, and you know it's good and you're not having seasonal allergies. You're not allergic to mold. Then go ahead and open your windows. And uh, yes, it can be in some cases a good idea. Okay, so sometimes we can open the windows. We are going to change the filter in the HVAC. But I know that that wasn't enough for us in our home. Um, I have a son that deals with seasonal allergies and the air doctor has been a game changer for us. So awesome. let's let's talk about the air filter or the air doctor. Tell my listeners exactly what the air doctor is. Sure. So air doctor is a portable air purifier. It comes in three sizes, small, medium and large, because we have small, medium and large rooms and uh, you don't, you know, you want to, have an affordable solution for whatever size room you're using it in. And the Air Doctor was designed to take the guesswork out of clean air. So we have a ultra HEPA filter uh, in the Air Doctor. The ultra HEPA filter is proven to remove particles as small as 0.003 microns, right? That's 100 times more effective than a standard HEPA filter and uh, effective enough that it will remove more than 99.9% of even the smallest particles, including viruses, smoke, uh, really anything the air that's in the air, mold spores, uh, pollen, it, it, it will remove those things. And then also it has a substantial activated coconut shell carbon filter that actually captures the volatile organic chemicals that we were talking about. And we add a special catalyst uh, called potassium permanganate, which actually deactivates formaldehyde. Formaldehyde is really the most difficult thing to remove from the air. So we made sure that our air doctor also removes a formaldehyde. And there's a lot of features. You know, when, when I was building Air Doctor, I, I had sold my business that was ma- that was making these portable air purifiers for the big box stores. And I thought, okay, I'm free to make an air purifier. You know, that's up to what I would want to have in my home and my friend's home. And so we decided to make a medical grade air purifier at affordable at an affordable price. Medical grade means it has the carbon filter. It has the ultra HEPA filter. It needs to be a completely sealed system. Uh, most of the inexpensive air purifiers that you see online or at a big box store, the filters, they fit so loosely that a big part of the air just goes around the filter instead of mm. uh, instead of through it. 
And then I would say one of the very most important things is if you really want to have clean air, the CDC and the FDA, they recommend that an air purifier should be able to circulate the air in the room that it's being used in five times per hour. So there are a lot of popular air purifiers out there, including some really expensive ones. And I'll I'll mention the brands like uh, Molecule and Dyson. They're so undersized that if you put them in a bedroom, you'll be lucky if they circulate the air one time per hour. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, we make sure that our air purifiers are the right size and we help our customers choose the right size of air purifier for the room they're using it in. Okay, so when I shout out Air Doctor and talk about it, I always get these two questions. One, it's sort of pricey. Can I get one of the cheaper ones online? And I always say, well, do they have an ultra HEPA filter? And people will say, well, it has a HEPA filter. So not many air filters out there have an ultra HEPA filter, correct? Yeah, that's correct. You know, when, when we started making air purifiers, we were looking, uh, we wanted to make an air purifier that was as effective as the air purifiers that we're selling for between one and $2,000. And those are the ones that have the ultra HEPA filter. And Air Doctor, you know, won't cost you a thousand or $2,000. It's much more affordable than that. Um, I mean, we do have uh, a very large version of Air Doctor that we made for you know, for large living rooms and family rooms and cathedral ceilings. And and that that one will actually purify a room up to 900 square feet five times an hour. Uh, wow. That that one does have a list price of $1,000, but I'm quite confident that your followers and people listening to this podcast will never pay $1,000 for that air purifier. Right. That's more of a commercial use, it almost sounds like. Yeah. Okay. So with the air doctor, though, you also have the carbon filter, which you talked about, and that's not a common thing in all air filters, correct? No, I've never seen an air purifier at Walmart or Target or Home Depot that has a large enough carbon filter uh, to do anything. You know, a lot of times you'll see an advertisement or on the box that it has a carbon filter and then you open it up and you look at it and it's like a piece of spongy material that's mostly porous. And, and you know, an activated carbon filter, it should be at least half an inch thick and actually filled with pellets of activated carbon. Okay, good to know. So that's not a common thing in air filters. No, no, it's not common at all. And that activated charcoal or VOC filter, carbon filter, it's getting rid of those VOCs that we talked about earlier in the show. That's right. Okay, so do these air filters, well, I already told you they help with seasonal allergies. So instead of saying, do they help with seasonal allergies, maybe I should ask you why they help with seasonal allergies. Sure. Well, they help with seasonal allergies, you know, because they're removing the particles that are in the air that we're allergic to, right? So seasonal allergies, I mean, some people have other allergies, right? They're allergic to the dander from cats or dogs, and you can have those allergies all year round, or they may be allergic to dust. Seasonal allergies are 
are the things that nature puts in the air uh, seasonally, right? It could mostly in the spring or the fall, and it can become it can come from you know trees that are flowering. It can come from grasses releasing uh, pollen. It can be mold that comes after rains, mold spores that that get into the air. So these these are all different kinds of seasonal allergies. And like we mentioned, these are from the air doctor's point of view, those things are just particles. And it's going to capture 99.99%, almost 100% of those larger particles. Okay, let's <laughs> talk about smaller particles then, meaning bacteria and viruses. If it's getting rid of these bacteria and viruses, do you think that the air doctor is helping families stay healthier through the wintertime with the colds and flus and things like that? Yes, absolutely. I mean, I think, uh, you know, none of us want to like to talk about it anymore. But, uh, you know, we just came out of a couple of years where people were very concerned about, you know, viruses, in particular, the COVID virus. And I would say probably the most effective way to keep people healthy in a in a in a room where there was people gathering is is to have a, a an air purifier like air doctor that has an ultra hepa filter and and you're going to capture whether it's a simple cold virus or it's the flu or it's some covid virus or some newfangled virus whatever you know mutation comes along uh, you know, the air doctor is going to capture it. And, and, you know, just to be sure, we we actually spent almost one hundred thousand dollars very, very early on where we put the air doctor. There's only one facility in the United States that could do this. We put air doctor into an actual test chamber with aerosolized live covid-19 virus. Wow. And uh, we captured ninety nine Point nine percent of that virus in in seconds, and and so we wanted to prove that the air doctor captures virus, and and we have the test results to do it, and we've also tested air doctor on a wide variety of other bacteria and viruses of all different ilk and kind. Well, and that's what I love about the air doctor because so many air filters out there will not capture that small of a particle. And so people that's have right. to realize that's also what they're paying for. And I really think it has helped our family stay healthy. We've got four going in our home, two on one floor and two on the bottom basement. And knock on wood, we have been very, very healthy. Obviously, there's I other contributions like food and sleep and things like that. But I think it has played a big role in keeping us all healthy. So I think it's amazing. Yeah, if you were to come to my office, and we have a 20,000 square foot office here in uh, Los Angeles, and uh, you, you, you'd think the whole office was an air doctor showroom. We have so many of them running, and we have a couple of them in every conference room. And I, I'm quite confident that it's contributing to keeping people healthy and, you know, when they're at work. Oh, I love it. Okay, one last thing about the Air Doctor. When I first got my first one, this is what sold me on it, um, before I understood all it was doing with the VOCs and the Ultra HEPA, um, <laughs> I put it down in my basement where I had four teenage boys at the time living, and yeah. I and they would have friends over all the time and sweaty socks and, <laughs> you know, the boys' bathroom. And I would clean that on a daily basis and could not get rid of the stink down in my basement. Wow. 
until I got the air doctor and that stink magically went away. So what is it? What what yeah, was that, the air doctor that, doing? That that's awesome. That's awesome to hear. You know that that stink is uh, just um, <laughs> the natural fragrance being produced uh, by those people and the, their objects. And we talked about them. You know, they're probably not any. They're not going to hurt anybody, right? Those those things aren't going to cause illness. The no. the bad smell, but it's another volatile organic compound, and it's being absorbed and captured by the activated carbon filter. And and uh, odor is one of the most difficult things to get out of there. So I'm really glad to hear that, that you had a good result with that. I did. I tell people all the time I was cleaning. I was cleaning the bathroom. I was vacuuming, dusting, <laughs> trying all these things. And it wasn't until I got the air doctor. So, okay. One last question about the air doctor. So it says that it gets rid of mold. So back in years ago, if I had had an air doctor when I had a mold issue going on, would it have captured all that mold and cleaned it? I mean, like taken it from the air? Yeah. So I think this is a this is a good question about mold, right? There's the mold that's growing in your attic or under a carpet. And then there's the mold spores that it's producing. So air doctor will capture the mold spores and those are the things that are contributing, you know, to your symptoms, whether it's simply allergic symptoms or it's brain fog or or even fatigue. But it's not going to go and get the mold out of the walls or under the carpet. And, and I always say to people, if you think you have mold, get it out of your house. Right. Prevention, uh, you know, the the prevention is better than the cure. So Air Doctor will protect you, will capture the, the spores, but you don't want to have that in your house in the first place and always get it professionally removed. Right. I agree. Well, thank you for explaining that. Sure. As we wrap up here, is there anything else that you want to tell my listeners about the Air Doctor or about the quality of air? Anything else? Well, I would just say that, you know, I... I developed, I invented the Air Doctor to make a product that I would be happy to use in my own home and that I would be happy to see used in my friends' and family's home and also to make something that really is a quality product at an affordable price. And, you know, we have Air Doctors. Uh, we, I think we started... Uh, building the prototypes, first prototypes for Air Doctor back in 2015. We have those prototypes still running in our office today, and they've been running 24-7. So it's an investment that you can depend on. It, it will last a, a really, really long time. And, you know, as I said at the beginning of our conversation, you want to do the things for your health that are really foundational, right? You want to drink pure water. You want to you want to breathe pure air and you want to do everything you can to have a non-toxic environment. So I think if you're interested in in living a healthy life, if you're trying to live a healthy lifestyle, if you're concerned about the food, the food that you eat and and what you put into your body, what kind of topical things you put on your body, then also do the foundational things and breathe pure air. I love it. I so agree. 
Peter, I always end my podcast with asking people what they have found to be the best ingredient in life. What would you say it is? Oh my gosh, that is a very, very big question. I think, uh, you know, the best ingredient in life, like life is a very dynamic thing. And what may be the most important ingredient at one time could be less important at another time. But I, I, you know, because I listened to your podcast, I had a feeling that question was coming. So I, I think for now, I'd like to suggest that an important ingredient in our lives are humbleness and respect. Mm. I think, you know, we have a situation that's causing us a lot of stress, which is a uh, uh, polarities happening in our communication and our discussions. And whichever side we're on, that's causing us all different kinds of emotional distress. And I think one thing I try to practice in my life is humility and humbleness. You know, if you're humble, then you approach life by going, I, I might be right, I might be wrong. My point of view could change later. And and respect, right? Like we respect that other people may be right, may have a different point of view. We may someday embrace that point of view. And so I think if we can remain humble and respectful in our interactions, that will nourish ourselves and create a better environment and a better community, a better society for us to live in. And that that's my answer for today. I love that. Um, just this morning, I was talking with some women about that we need to teach our kids respect and how to respect others, because we do live in a time with polarizing opinions. And we said, you know what, it's actually okay that we all have these different opinions and different thoughts and different ways of life. But it's not okay to not treat each other respectfully. And that's what we need to teach our kids and ourselves to remember yeah, to be respectful. I'll tell you, you know, I, I just, uh, I, you know, I live in Los Angeles and I had just recently, I went to uh, Omaha, Nebraska, very different community from where I live in Los Angeles. And I had the opportunity to interact with many, many different people and different parts of society. And, and I, I just was a wonderful reminder that, if we treat each other res with respect, we can have a diversity of different uh, 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 opinions and still live um, harmoniously and hap happily and share the, the good positive values that we all have in common. So I I'd like to just see more of that. And I'm working myself towards that end. I love it. Yep. If we can all do our part of being a little bit more respectful, then... Hopefully that can help for years yeah. down the road. Thank yeah. you so much, Peter, for being here today. Will you just tell my listeners where they can learn more about Air Doctor if they want to go research this? Oh, sure. You know, we we have a website, of course, at uh, airdoctorpro.com. That's airdoctorpro.com. And you can see all of our different models and understand about uh, the technology and, of course, uh People in Carolyn's audience, uh, I'm sure will have an opportunity if they want to buy one to, to get a really special deal. But, but if you want to learn more, just go to airdoctorpro.com. 
All right. Thank you so much. Again, thank you, Peter, for teaching us all of this today. And thank you for taking the time to be here. Oh, it was awesome. I really enjoyed it. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for listening. Remember to subscribe to the Just Ingredients podcast to learn more about your health and good ingredients to life. Plus, get daily tips at just.ingredients on Instagram.